Hello and welcome back to Gifted Gasberg. My name is Mandy and this is a podcast where I ramble for as long as I darn well feel like it about whatever strikes my fancy, TBH. Uh, it is Friday night of, you know when you've got like a big series of like social events or things on and then you get to like the last day before all this stuff starts and you just, maybe it's just me. I get like super, I don't know, kind of like tense. <laughs> Not like in a bad way, just like, oh God, here we go. I feel like um, leaning back on the springboard before you jump off for a dive. You know what I mean? Oh, side note, uh, embarrassing story from my life. I have many of those. Oh my God, it's just occurred to me I'm going to have a series of podcasts that are just going to, over time, be me telling all my most embarrassing stories. That's okay. I think I mentioned this once before, but if you have stories or things that happen to you that you're embarrassed about, the best thing to do is to tell them to other people in a way that's funny because then it takes the power out of them. If people are laughing at them, then they're just a funny life experience and not something that occurs to you 20 years down the line and then you smack yourself in the forehead because why am I such an embarrassing moron? Anyway, that was loud. Sorry. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I spent most of my childhood in a pool. My mum was a swim instructor and... Uh, there's a big, a lot of importance in Australia placed on uh, preparedness to swim because Australia is a very hot place. We have a lot of pools and a lot of kids, unfortunately, passed from um, or used to before the pool fencing laws came in, would fall into backyard pools and drown because they couldn't swim. And my mum was terrified of that happening to us. So uh, my memory of like going to primary school or starting primary school involves getting up at six in the morning to go to the pool first excuse me oh my god <sighs> burping uh to go to the pool first because we would do like swimming lessons before school even started and then quite often when school was over especially in the summer we just i don't think we'd even so like i'd get off the bus and mum would be there with like a bag with <laughs> my my togs a towel and usually like a sundress she um sewed me a couple of dresses that were just like a top singlet shape and then a bottom skirt shape with the same material and then just this elastic banding in the middle so I could pop it over my head, over the top of my togs. And uh, yeah, we'd just go to the pool. She'd have like a bag with some snacks and a book for her and all that stuff. And she'd pick me up and we'd go straight to the pool anyway. And then be there all afternoon, go home and swelter in the heat. Um, so I spent a lot of my childhood in the pool. All this is building. I have, you know me, I like to digress. Anyway, comes to my school sport carnival. This is the swimming carnival coming up. Now, this is in high school. I was never a sporty kid, but I always swam. And it was sort of the one sport I really enjoyed. And to this day, it's probably like the only... You know, you always have that one exercise that you don't mind doing. You don't feel like it's 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 a chore or it's work. It's just fun. And that's how I feel about swimming. Um, which probably explains why I've been gaining weight recently, because... They shut down the pools in my area and I haven't been swimming, so therefore not exercising. That's more information than you needed, but it's, it's true. Oof, I really need to start, like, moving more. Anywho, um, so the, you know, most of the time when they had any kind of school sport, if it was cross-country, ew, running, outside, sunshine, pollen, hard pass, mate, hard pass. I was not going to run. Uh, if we did... <laughs> An athletics carnival, I would always sign up for shot put, uh, discus, <laughs> and, 
and long jump, otherwise known as the very quick or standing still sports. I wouldn't sign up for any, or maybe like, uh, what was it, like the ball passing games. Those were kind of like Newton and all that stuff. But otherwise, I would just like not sign up for anything else on sports day, especially not races. I would get roped into them sometimes because they'd be short people and I hated them. I would just like, you know, half jog, half walk it because like, this is, you get one point for participation. I'm not here. I'm not about this life. But the swimming carnival, I was very much down to help out with that. So I always went to the swimming carnivals. And here's the thing. I was a very good swimmer. I still am a decent swimmer. But I would always just get into the pool, like jump in, get my hair wet, get my goggles, you know, sorted out and everything. And then I would just find a lane and start swimming. I never had cause in all the years that, I, that I'd been swimming ever since I was a kid. I never had any reason to dive off the blocks. And I'm not kidding. Like I would occasionally jump off them in like dive bomb competitions with my friends and I could dive from the side, but I'd never done the proper official dive, you know, where you have to go like ready, set, and then you lean down and you grab the front of like the block. I'd never done that my whole life. And it didn't occur to me that I'd never done that until grade eight, high school, my first ever proper swimming carnival at the high school in a pool with blocks. Not just because I went to a country town, 25 metre pool with just a concrete boundary around the outside. No diving blocks that I remember. And if there were, I didn't use them. So, <laughs> so um, oh God, this was so embarrassing. Uh, yeah, so I, I entered the 200 metre freestyle and it was on your marks. And I stood up on the block and I said set. And that was the second where my brain kind of slowed down and went, you're going to overbalance because you can't like, I'm like, I can't bend down and touch my toes. It turns out like many years later, I discovered it's all about like where you put your hip placement, but I thought you had to bend completely in half, you know? <sighs> so I leaned down to try and grab the bottom of the block and I couldn't cause I just, I didn't even do it properly. Like I didn't lean backwards. I just bent forward to grab the block thinking this is what you meant to do. And when they said set, I tried to grab it and I just gently fell forward and landed in the pool in that position. <laughs> and I heard a bit of commotion above me, like the water was all around me. And I, I, can, I was just like, I wonder how long I can stay down here because I really don't want to come back up. You know, I'll just stay down here on the bottom of the pool. And I kind of was like, oh, I've got to breathe eventually. And I swam to the top and started making my way over. And all I could hear was laughing. Like everybody was in stitches laughing. <laughs> Apparently it was something to do with how slowly I just sort of seemed to accept my fate and stay in. The, I didn't even like brace myself. I just kind of flopped forward and stayed in the same position. There you go. That's a fun. And then the worst part was I was in lane five, which means I was in the middle of the fucking pool. <laughs> and I had to swim under all the lane ropes to the other side, walk out. In my, and I'm the only one now soaking wet walk back up onto the blocks and they say, on your marks, set. And I just kept standing there and then they were like, go. And then I swung my arms back and dived in like I normally would. <laughs> there you go. Embarrassing story from my childhood. Um, I launched right into that. Uh, I know I'm a little bit late with the podcast at the moment, but yeah, like everything is kicking off. So here's the thing. My birthday is in a few days. My niece's birthday is a few days before that. 
Um, there's travel involved. My brother is down to visit me because my brother moved to far north Queensland recently. He's come down and I went and picked him up and he's been staying with me for the whole week. He's been catching up with his friends. I've been introducing him to some of my friends. We went to trivia. I had the girls over for a movie night. My brother came up. Like it, it's, it's been really good. It's been so good to see him, to spend time with him, to chat. Um, we've always been close and we can always talk about anything. So it's been great to kind of just, you know, have sibling time, talk things out, make each other laugh, that kind of shit. I've posted a few TikToks with him in them. Um, he, uh, you know what surprised me, and he's going to kill me if he finds out that I say this, is how self-conscious he is in TikToks. If I go like, can I film that? He'll go, oh, oh no, no, I don't. I'm going to look silly. And if you go to my TikTok, I'm sure most of you have found me from TikTok anyway. I'd be amazed if someone was here that just stumbled on me who hasn't seen my TikTok. If you haven't, it's uh, Mandy had to do it underscore to him at TikTok. There you go. Oh my God, I'm such a social influencer. Listen to me go. <laughs> but he, um, if you look at me and look at him, which one of us should be self-conscious, you know, like this is a dude that he'll like, <laughs> we're in the car the other day and like the sun changed direction in the car and he was like, oh, look at my leg muscle because he bodybuilds. It's like his, 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 it's the thing that makes him happy. Everyone's got like their thing, their vice that, you know, makes them feel good about themselves. That's his. And he's just like, look at my leg muscle. And I'm like, but you don't want me to film you in the supermarket saying something funny. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to look silly. No. <laughs> he got mad at me for posting one of them because he said, oh, I look terrible there. Look at me. I'm doing like lip smacking. I look awful. I'm like, dude, out of the two of us, I think like this is people that are used to seeing my face. You are fine. <laughs> so that surprised me. But anyway, yes, yeah, so we've had... A lot of fun with that. So it's been a busy, busy week. And we're getting into a very busy weekend. So tonight I need to wrap my niece's birthday present. I've got to pack myself up to go away for four days because we're all heading out to my family's for a few days. Um, my mom and I got to see my niece about a month or so back. And my brother hasn't, yeah, because he's moved away. Like he hasn't been able to see her. So, oh my God. I'm going to cry. He's going to cry. Everyone's going to cry. It's going to be beautiful. And <sighs> my, my poor heart. Um, but yeah, we're all going to get to spend time together as a family with my niece, with my mum and dad. Like she's going to get to see her nanny and poppy. I'm going to get to see my grandmother. Haven't seen her in a while. She's doing well, by the way. I think in my TikToks, I mentioned that I like um, looked after my grandmother after a knee replacement. And she's doing so much better. Like, we knew that the knee replacement would help her, so she'd be able to walk around. But when I tell you, she is now playing lawn bowls again. She is going shopping and driving by herself. She's 84, I feel the need to point out. Uh, such a... Just, I'm I'm forever impressed by her. <sighs> what else has been happening? Um, on a personal level, um, I've set some personal goals, but not... Well, actually, I have set a personal goal that's more... I'll talk about this other one later, probably further down the track when I know that it's more concrete. But other goals that are more like sort of mental things I would like to get better at or things I would like to work on in my own head. Uh, Anyone just scrolling the For You page and things just like attack you and you're like, Jesus Christ, I may need to see a therapist. <laughs> 
there's been a few of those and also some discussions I've had with some friends where they're just like, yeah, that's something you could, you could, you could work on. I'm like, yeah, I probably should. The biggest of all of these, honestly, is asking for help. <sighs> How, so, someone's going to have to tell me. How do you accept help from people or, or not even accept help? If someone offers me help, I'll like accept it, but be awkward about it. It's the asking for help. For me, it's like admitting I can't do things by myself. And that just doesn't compute to me. I can't. Oh, sorry. One second. I'm hearing noises. Is that my neighbors or is my brother home? So my brother's out tonight. He's out. Um, he's got heaps of friends he's catching up with like while he's in town. He's just trying to get to get do the rounds and see everyone. So he may come home at some point. <laughs> if you hear noise, that's him. Oh, it's the neighbors playing very loud music from their car. Oh, what are they listening to? Sound of silence by Disturbed. That might actually, that's like my brother's favorite song. That might actually be the person dropping off my brother, maybe. <laughs> I would be, that would be a, a stunning coincidence. My, Disturbed is my brother's favorite band. Uh, for a birthday present one year, I actually bought him tickets to go see them live. It was right around the time Sound of Silence uh, was a single as well. Because I am the best sister. Fight me. I hope you can hear that. It's really loud. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted. So yeah, I, I someone's going to have to tell me how people do the whole asking for help with their lives thing. Mine is mainly like, it's not like I need help moving furniture or I need help with housework or whatever. Mine is admitting that I might need help in improving myself. You know, like, like asking someone for help with training in the gym, maybe getting someone to do the, set up like an exercise routine for me. Admit that I can't do that for myself for a change. Um, potentially getting someone to help me with the diety thingy, because I'm, I tell you what, I'm 33 and I'm pretty fucking shit at it. If it was a job, I would have been fired many years ago. Um, <laughs> it's bad. Um, and maybe some help with um, just, you know, I do pretty well by myself, but I work really hard and just maybe managing stress in general so that I don't end up going through periods of rampant insomnia, followed by... <laughs> excess consumption of caffeine which pushes the anxiety into overdrive and then having a stress-induced meltdown that usually involves me crying um <laughs> watching a comfort show and then you know forgetting to clean the house for like three weeks this is this is all probably way too much information but it is i mean i feel like it's important to be honest here you guys i feel like you really freaking know me so if anyone's going to get this and hopefully not judge me it'd be you but i have to remind myself that if you do judge me that's not my business, you know, your opinion of me does not, isn't my business. So that's what I try and tell myself whenever I worry about what people think of me. <laughs> oh dear. Um, do you know when I started recording this, I was like, okay, the only thing I want to say is that I'm like really sorry I haven't done a podcast and that I can't do a really long one because my brain's all over the shop <laughs> and I'm already 15 minutes in. So who said there's a reason I'm a gifted gas bag. Even when I'm not trying, it just spills out of me. What else has been going on? Ooh, my brother had an observation about me. Um, says I'm very angry these days. Which is a weird thing. I mean, not at him, 
but that I was never sort of very outwardly angry or frustrated or like cranky. <laughs> and I was, he says like, oh, you get angry so much these days. And I'm like, I, I think I've hit the point. I think it happens when you get older. When you're younger, you don't want to get, depending on who you are as a person, if you're anything like me, if you get angry, you feel like you're not entitled to take up space being aggressive or being angry because it un makes other people uncomfortable, right? But if you keep it in, which is what I think I've done for many years of my life, it tends to come out in other ways, like <laughs> rampant insomnia and stress. And what is that? Sorry. The song finished. They finished having their sound of silence. Listen along. Who is this? Sorry. Um, that is my brother. He is singing. <laughs> Why am I hearing him from out the back of the apartment and not the front? Okay. This is a very weird podcast. I apologize. I might pause, guys, and see, what, see what's going on. I've never paused a podcast before. Never. No, wait. No, no, I paused for one second to add a song in that one episode. Don't know if you guys like that, by the way. Anywho, I'll pause and I'll come back. It's gone quiet. Maybe that wasn't him. All right. Sorry, guys, with all the distractions. It's weird when there's someone else around. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've been, like, letting my frustrations out more because I know that if I don't otherwise, they're going to, like, spill over. You know, one time, actually, like, a couple of months back, I had a dream that everything in the house started, like, like, um, catching fire from nothing. Like I remember in the dream, I'd woken up and come out into my lounge room and like the TV was on fire. And as you do in a dream, nothing seems weird. So you're like, huh, that's odd. My TV isn't usually on fire. Interesting. Let me just put that out. And I went and get like a towel and I threw the towel over and it like puts it out. And then my pantry catches fire. I'm like, this is so weird. So it like the dream just turned into me like running around the house trying to put like put out fires in different places because everything just kept catching off, like, you know, going up in smoke. And I Googled it because I love, I love dream interpretation. Dreams, by the way, I could get into a whole entire podcast just about dreams and how fascinating I find them. Do I do it? I mean, I'm 18 minutes in. Okay, that's kind of what this podcast is for anyway. I'll go until my brother comes home. How about that? Uh, so, dreams. Um, oh. I should probably explain my initial point. Yes, the dream about fire. When I googled it, fire can signify, especially fire in your home, can signify unexpressed anger. Imagine that. <laughs> and it's a case of like if, it, if you're having trouble putting out a fire, it can be that you feel a strong or passionate or intense emotion like anger or betrayal or something like that, that you are having trouble keeping under wraps anymore and I'm like oh man nail on the head every time um there's different symbols of things in dreams that people tend to have in common and I don't I want to make it clear I don't think it's like you know I I'm I'm not spiritual really I don't think it's that you know we are sent images I think it's just that people tend to have similar frames of reference because we're all human beings and dreams as far as um everything I've read about it says dreams are kind of like random garbage that your subconscious throws up while your brain is converting um, 
short-term memory from the from that day into long-term memory overnight so that you can remember details of the day you know like it'll it'll sort through all your memories from the day and like throw away stuff you don't need like washing the dishes or you know um a conversation you've had 50 times before and keep the important stuff and like file it away in the different parts of your brain isn't that cool but in that process you may also have some things that you haven't dealt with on a conscious level like you may remember a conversation but maybe you weren't sure how you felt about it and then your brain doesn't know how to process that so it just kind of throws up something in a dream as kind of like errant garbage for you to get rid of <laughs> isn't that oh, I just I find that so interesting and if you don't deal with whatever that thing is the dream will keep happening so they think like there's no way to prove this but the the prevailing theory seems to be that recurring dreams are about not your brain's way of sending your message, but it's about you dealing with something that you've not resolved. So whatever the cause of the dream is, you haven't resolved it or the issue hasn't fixed itself or you haven't fixed the issue. Um, for Here's some examples of recurring dreams that tend to happen. So the one that I had ever since I was a child, um, when I was like uh, in primary school in grade four, I had this for the first time and I dreamt that mum had gotten me up for school. I'd gotten dressed, packed my bag got on the bus, get to school, look down, and all my clothes have disappeared. Like, I'm wearing my backpack, but suddenly all my clothes are gone, and my instinct is, oh my god, I've got to hide before someone sees me. So I, like, run behind a building, and I'm, like, looking around, trying to find somewhere I can, like, something I can cover myself with, some way to get, un you know, covered up. And I'll, like, run into the hall, I find, like, some clothing or something, and I put it on, and then it disappears too. And then it's just me trying to hide and people getting closer and closer. And I'm like, why are you over this part of the building? No one even comes over here this time of morning. And usually right before they find me is when I would wake up. Right. Um, and I had this dream <laughs> in different locations. It went on for so long. So when we moved from Victoria to Queensland, the it suddenly I was uh, naked at school at my new school. And then when I went from primary school to high school, I was naked at high school in my dreams. The last time it ever happened, <laughs> I had dreams that I would turn up to university naked. And then I got, I was doing an education degree, didn't finish it, by the way. I just did it for a while. Um, I got placed at a school <laughs> and I dreamed that I walked into the staff room and my clothes went missing. And that was the last day I ever had the dream because that night I Googled, um, dreams of being naked in public and the top result was uh stage fright performance anxiety <laughs> fear of failing fear of um being exposed in front of people fear of standing up and performing and, and failing at it and the second i knew what it was i stopped having the dream never had it again not once <laughs> um my gran has told me she has dreams of wandering around a city lost not sure where she is and not sure how she got there. She does not have Alzheimer's or dementia, but she always, she's like, I imagine, or is it? No, she dreams that she gets a train into a city with family. Then she'll be walking around with them and suddenly turn around and we're gone. And she's just kind of wandering through the city and can't find anybody and doesn't know what the streets are. And there's no street signs and she can't find anyone. And I think from the Googling, it has to do with a sense of feeling untethered kind of not having a home base if that makes sense which makes sense because uh, that's something my grand definitely dealt with as a child so there you go so if you have a recurring dream I highly recommend whatever the don't google like the exact wording of the dream but pick out the main 
themes of the dream that are take you out of the equation, although your relationship to whatever it is that's happening in the dream is important. It's, it can't just be a, a case of like, what's a good example? For example, water in dreams can represent deep emotions or things, you know, that you're struggling to, to deal with emotionally. Um, and your inability to see to the bottom of them as well can also be that you're not having trouble understanding your own emotions. So you kind of have to think of it in an abstract way. So if you're Googling it, think like dream about and then pull out the three main things about it. You know, like if you dream that you're in New York eating a hot dog and a snake goes over your foot, <laughs> maybe don't put in New York. Maybe just focus on hot dog and foot or something. Um, tell me why out of the three things I pulled out of my brain just then from nowhere, two of them were phallic. <laughs> Hot dogs, snakes, Mandy, what are you getting at? <laughs> hey, if that's your thing, I'm not judging you. This is your hypothetical dream, not mine. I don't dream about that, that stuff. What are you talking about? Anyway, <laughs> dreams, fascinating. Oh, I really need, you know what I might do? I think I may need to set up like a mailbox. I would love if you guys could email me because I feel very much like I'm talking into the void here. Um, if I was to set up an email... I might just, you know what, I'll do it. I think I'll do it. And I will put the email in the description. So from now on, if you're listening to the podcast and you'd like to send me an email, go to the description of the podcast and uh, email me at that address and I will get back to you or I will, uh, I can read your email on the podcast if you want to. Oh my God, that's going to be so exciting. Please email me because I'll be so sad if I make that and no one <laughs> sends me one. <laughs> All right, guys, I might leave it there because I have been talking for the, the requisite time. And I thought I wouldn't uh, have the stuff to say. Wow, I'm really tired. Can you tell? Okay, guys, uh, I, I don't know if there'll be a podcast next week. I will try, as I always do. But I will also be back and forth between my parents. There's airplane um, drop-offs involved. It's going to be hectic. <laughs> it may be a quick one, but I'll talk to you then. All right, guys. Bye.